Moncrief with Energlaze on News Talk. Now, as you may have heard, uh, the carcass of a whale washed up on a beach in Kerry. It's more than 60 feet long and weighs between 40 and 50 tonnes. So what happens to it? Podrick Woolley is sightings officer with the Whale and Dolphin Group. Podrick, good afternoon to you. Good afternoon, Sean. How did it end up there anyway? Or, or is it known uh, what led to the whale's death? No, uh, that information is, is is unclear. But, you know, it, it, there are certain knowns. We know it's a fin whale, which is the second largest whale species on the planet, and therefore it's the second largest animal on the planet. Um, it's probably of, you know, adult age, given its length. It's about 62 foot long, and it's been dead a while. So it's it's kind of got all the hallmarks of an animal that, you know, died at sea and would have washed ashore after a couple of weeks. So it's probably deceased at least a couple of weeks. Right, OK. If it was just left on the beach, um, what would be the result of that? Well, leaving it on the beach is one of the very limited number of options open to the authorities. Uh, I, I guess the other, uh, you know, if, if this had happened at any stage in the last 200 years, uh, you know, it, it, it could quite easily have been cut up and eaten by local communities. Certainly in, in you know, in bygone centuries, that's, that's not going to happen in this day and age. Uh, we like our food processed way too much nowadays. The other option I guess if we lived in an ecological bubble uh, or some sort of a nirvana, yeah, you would leave the, the animal there and it would be uh, a massive boom to, to local ecology. Uh, everything would feed on it. It would be just create an enormous smorgasbord for a whole raft of biodiversity. But it would also leave a pretty nasty smell. Mm. Uh, and I know down there in South Kerry, you've got a lot of, uh, you know, beautiful beaches. You've got a lot of holiday makers. You've got a lot of holiday homes. And I would imagine it would be, uh, yeah, the, the phones in Kerry County Council would be ringing off the wall with people complaining about the smell. <laughs> but that would be an option. But I'm not sure uh, in high summer how palatable that would be because the smell of a dead whale, it would literally be smelt from miles away. And then, you, you know, of dogs chewing on it and you know it just you know it, it may be a little bit unsightly but definitely one that would challenge most olfactory senses uh, <laughs> so you're then left with option three which is really one that's down to the engineers and Kerry County Council and it's to look at either the option of burying it uh, which is Sounds pretty easy, but for an animal that's you know that that's bigger than several bull African elephants, it's not as easy as it may sound. Uh, then the other option would be to break the carcass up into manageable bite-sized chunks and then remove it either to sort of a, a insulate fill or to an industrial incinerator. You can see the problem with all of these options. There's no clear-cut option, and none of them are particularly easy, and they're all going to make for a difficult day in the office. Yeah, I'd imagine so. How and, and, and you have some experience of this. How difficult would it be to cut up the carcass? Yeah, well, you you would probably, yeah, I mean, it's a process and it's a process that takes time. 
uh, it'll take money and it'll take equipment and personnel. So, like, as I said, um, it, it's difficult. And we have experience with this from having worked on several uh, thin whale carcasses before, the biggest of which was about the same size animal, maybe a couple of feet smaller. And that was uh, the famous incident in Cork McSharry uh, in Cork, uh, in West Cork there back in 2010, where a thin whale came in. It was actually alive when it came in. So at least it would have made it... Um, uh, uh, a better, you know, it was slightly less smelly because it was fresh whether it was alive, then it died on the beach and, uh, we, you know, we, we had this mad plan that we were going to, with the help of um, uh, uh, an ITV documentary that was um, that was going to show on National Geographic TV and the series was called Inside Nature's Giants and they happened to be waiting, they had a, they had a short list of big mammals they, that they wanted to, uh, to, to do an autopsy on. And they were following the Irish Whale and Dolphin Group website and they heard that we had a, a large stranded fin whale uh, here in West Cork and naturally it died shortly afterwards and they had Professor Joy Reidenberg flying across the Atlantic to come and coordinate a post-mortem between UCC and the Irish Whale and Dolphin Group. It was, it, was, uh, it was an incredible 24 hours. But yeah, there was a team of about 30 of us that did the initial fencing of the whale and that was with the help of lots of plants and machinery pulling off big strips of, uh, of blubber off its back so that Joy could get, get into the internal organs. She wanted to investigate the heart. Uh, she wanted to do lots of mad, crazy stuff. But uh, we got a certain amount of work done. We had a look at stomach contents. But after that, we left, then left the local community expressed an interest in taking it further. And with our encouragement, it was decided that this was a great opportunity. It ticked all the boxes to try and salvage that skeleton and retrieve it uh, for public display. So in terms of education for children, it ticked the tourism box, it ticked the conservation box. And to us, this is a no-brainer. And it's just something that the local community down there in South Kerry, you know, if they have the vision and maybe they can get a bit of funding from Kerry County Council or something, it may be an option to try and work that, uh, that carcass so that they can flense it. They can get it to a state where they can actually bury it for a period of about a year and let all those little um, microorganisms and parasites w work their way over a period of a year um, in a bed, say, of something like horse manure. That's really good to get the, uh, to get the maggots going. Huh. And then take it out in a year's time and you, you may well have a, a, a quite nicely you know, available skeleton that could be reconstructed. And then it's just a question of finding a, a venue that you can actually put the skeleton up for public display. Um, not saying it's going to be easy, and I'm not saying that, uh, uh, you know, that, you know, that, that you know, it's, 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 a, it's a relentlessly smelly and difficult job. Hmm. But if there were locals down there who, who were up for a challenge, this is certainly an option worth looking at. Yeah, that, that sounds like a lot of horse manure to be able to bury a 60-ton whale in it. Yeah, some local farmer with horses would give you would give you. It's it's just a question of horse manure is particularly good at breaking down large lumps of uh, of meat and muscle and blubber. What but what the initial teams would be doing uh, would be they'd be removing the vast majority of the easy stuff. That's all the blubber layer would have to go. Then down into the muscle layer, you'd be removing all of the internal organs, and that would have to be disposed of anyway by Kerry County. Council. 
council. What we would be interested in would be the skeleton. Uh, but you have to get rid of all those other, you know, mm-hmm. 30, 40, 50 tons of muscle, blubber and internal organs before you get at that couple of tons of skeleton, which is the bone of the whale uh, that would at the end of the day, go up on display. But yeah, it's listen, it's a whale of a task and I'm not saying for mm-hmm. a moment it's, it, it would be easy. And it would presuppose that you would, you would have some local person that would have land that would be willing to allow a trench be dug backfilled with horse manure, then put the carcass or the skin, you know, what's left of the carcass, uh, lay it down, push it into it, cover it up, leave it for a year, maybe two years, and then come back. And then the real interesting work starts where you try and reconstruct. I mean, you should have all the bones there in theory. There's no real reason why they should be, uh, why they should be lost. Um, and, it's, you know, you're, you're going to go through hell and it's going to be difficult and smelly. And, you know, but the local community does really need to come on board. If the community is kind of split down the middle between Yes and no, it's probably not going to happen. But, you know, you don't know. And, you know, there's always funding for these interesting projects because it does tick so many of those boxes. Um, it, what about the, uh, I mean, notwithstanding that, but just towing it back out to sea again uh, and letting it provide well, food yeah. there? Yeah, that, that's fine. But the, the, the next storm that comes in, the next southwesterly storm, and we're in the middle of this very unsettled weather period, having had such a fantastic summer, very unsettled weather. The Atlantic charts are all low pressure, so the, the next storm is only a couple of days away, and bang, that whale is going to wash up on the next beach. And every time that whale washes up, washes up on a beach, it's going to be more broken down, it's going to be more decomposed. So often towing these carcasses out to sea, even if you do try and weight them down. I mean, how do you weigh down something that weighs 50 tons? Mm-hmm. That's the problem. Um, and, you know, people would say, even if you take a large whale like a fin whale and bury it, no matter how deep it is, the carcass through the process of, you know, the gases building up in it, 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 the inclination is that the carcass is still going to surface, no matter how much sand you throw on top of it. So simply trying, putting a chain around its tailstock and dragging it backwards, uh, back into sea, is fine for a couple of days, but you are probably just giving another local community or another coastal village the headache of what to do uh, with a 62-foot with a rotting carcass of a whale. So it's often not the best option to tow these things. So that's why the the responsibility and the ultimate decision, I guess, rests probably between Kerry County Council in conjunction with the National Parks and Wildlife Service. And, you know, the Irish Whale and Dolphin will be be there to offer uh, advice. And you've got the local people of Kilbritton here in West Cork who have done this before. So it's not like it's never been done before. So there there is advice out there if the people around Ballinskelligs or South Kerry think, God, yeah, this would be a a really interesting project and worth pursuing. Yeah, Podrick, thank you very much for speaking with us today. That was Podrick Willie, their sighting officer with the Irish Whale and Dolphin Group. Moncrief, weekdays at 2 pm with Anna Glaze on News Talk.